Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode and a new season of mm -hmm. Chats with My Daughter. Yep. I'm Kathy and this is my daughter. Ella. How are you, Ella? What do you think of our new intro? Yeah, I was just going to ask, do you guys, like, I brainstormed another intro, which it sounds like similar, but it's not the same. It's like an homage uh -huh. to the original. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kind of demarcate that this is season two. We did 52 episodes last year. That's like so weird because I remember when like we were starting off and we had like five episodes <laughs> and I was like, no, and I thought five was a lot. I was like, we already did five episodes I know. and now it's like. 53. And so now we're on now. 53. Right. Season two, episode one. I don't think we're going to strive for 52 this year. I think uh -huh. we're going to move to an every other week format to give us a little break. You are a busy girl. Mm -hmm. You're in eighth grade now. How did that happen? I grew. You grew. What did you do this summer? I went to Asheville. <laughs> we love well, Asheville. Ev everything that I did, you did. <laughs> but I went to Asheville like twice or three mm -hmm, times mm -hmm. um i went to michigan yes we love our family in michigan uh -huh. oh and in Asheville, we went um rock climbing or not rock climbing like um the ropes course the ropes course that, that was, was super fun. fun that was super fun we did whitewater rafting mm -hmm. and then um i did some summer camps at theater mm -hmm. which theater is like my comfort place i love theater so i try to do summer camps every summer there what was your favorite theater production like over the summer yeah over the summer um i did matilda mm -hmm. oh loved it <laughs> i love matilda so much that was like one of my favorite summer camps that I've well done. and you were matilda <laughs> get it girl that was fun that was really yeah, fun it was super fun and everyone in the cast was like really nice and i had a lot of friends yeah. in it isn't that the best mm -hmm. and um you now have an addition to your beautiful face. What? Braces! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got braces last Monday. Yeah, a whole week ago. So mm -hmm. do you think the audience uh, can hear a difference when you talk? I don't think so. You don't think so? I used to have a lisp, like, the first few days. I mean, I still sound a little spitty, but I used to have, like, a bad lisp. And uh, now I don't think you had a bad Not lisp. bad, but it was recognizable. Mm -hmm. And now and you're, your lips and tongue mm -hmm. and everything are getting used to. I had so many canker sores oh, the first so week. Sorry. Like, everything hurt. And now it's like, sometimes I just, like, take a big bite into something, and I'm like, yep, I still have braces. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I forgot I about that. I still have braces. Um, and you've gone back to school. You've been in school, gosh. is it? Has it been four weeks? Yeah. That's nuts. Um, how's it been? How do you like eighth grade? You're top of the school. Okay, I like eighth grade, and, mm -hmm. like, a lot of the reason why I love school, well, not sometimes love, sometimes <laughs> it's a love hate, but sure, cause sure. like I have so many friends there, and it's like just nice because you can just talk with them, and mm -hmm. like if you fail something, you can fail it with them. Okay, that's an interesting <laughs> but, reason. So yeah, that kind of explains um, how eighth grade is because it's harder, way harder. Than is seventh that you grade. Like, like a noticeable change? Like seventh grade was a step up from sixth grade, uh -huh. and now like eighth, it's just like you can tell that you're about to go into high school wow. because they're, like, really working you hard. Oh, my god! Like, I'm already so drained, and it's the four, fourth week of school. And I have homework over the weekend. Oh. And I, I have, like, tests, like, three tests this week. You do? Uh-huh. That, yeah, that's definitely new to have homework over the weekend. Mm -hmm. that's, I'm, I'm not ready for that. I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Well, I, I still think this is going to be a great year, mm -hmm. and you have some awesome classes. I'm excited for you. Um, 
We forgot to mention one other thing that happened this summer. Hmm. You turned 13, girl. Oh, yeah. The last time you guys talked to me, I was 12. Yeah. You're not a teenager anymore. You no, are a 13. teen. I feel like I sound mature. Yeah, definitely. Like, <laughs> I sound like mature. Totally. Yeah, totally. I'm totally a teenager. I know. <laughs> My heart's broken. But can I introduce our next topic? Yeah, what is the topic this week? Okay, so kind of correlates with like, you know, moving up a grade, turning 13. With all of that, you have to have a growth mindset. What is a growth mindset? A growth mindset, in my own words, mm-hmm. would probably be like basically what it kind of sounds like, being open to growth and, you know, not just like closing up, always being like, you know, just like ready for anything to happen mm-hmm. and taking in everyone's opinions and not just being like closed-minded Yeah. instead of open. You yeah. want to be open-minded. Uh, yes. I, yes. And I, I would agree with that. I think when I was a child, they called it being open-minded, but now mm-hmm. it's be kind of evolved into growth mindset, which mm-hmm. has kind of evolved into like almost a whole culture, wouldn't you say? Almost. Culture. I don't know. I don't know if culture is the right word, but it's, a, it's a whole movement. Yeah. That um, you should raise your children with growth mindset mm-hmm. instead of fixed mindset. Because yeah. um, fixed mindset would mean you're set in your ways, right? And you are not open-minded and you're not willing to change or mm-hmm. grow or stretch yourself. Yeah. So um, you and I did a few pages of this little workbook that I picked up on Amazon. <laughs> <For you. laughs> a few pages, growth mindset. We are really for busy, mind you, Yeah, guys, that we have work and school and like so much other activities so I got to fill out like five days of it yeah but but I I kind of enjoyed that what did you Mm -hmm. think of that yeah I think we should continue filling it out even without the podcast you know what I think you're right we should Mm -hmm. um I think uh it's it's really really important and I honestly as strange as this sounds because I do think your generation is more open-minded just Mm -hmm. in general um I think I have become more open-minded as I've aged and I think that's most people do the opposite Mm -hmm. they kind of become fixed in their ways as they get older Mm -hmm. but I I don't know why I feel like the older I get the more I realize what I don't know Mm -hmm. and what I don't fully understand and what I can learn from others Mm -hmm. um so so I'm a little bit different than maybe your average 45 year old (laughs) I'm special. Um, So the first thing I looked up when we decided on this topic was the difference between mindfulness and growth mindset, because Mm -hmm. I get those two confused. Do you ever hear the word mindfulness? Yeah. Have you heard it? How have you heard it used? I've heard people say like, make sure that you're using like that you're (laughs) like having mindfulness Mm -hmm. when you're, it sounds like it doesn't even sound like a real word. It sounds like bad grammar. You know what? It mindfulness. does. Mindfulness. Well, I had to look it up because I kept saying, oh, we're going to do our podcast on mindfulness. I'm like, I mean, growth mindset. It, uh, mm-hmm. So I was getting confused. Um, and I got on this website called EDU Research Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it said that growth mindset is that intelligence is malleable and effort is the key to master mastery so what do you think that means what a lot of big words it's a lot of big words what do you think intelligence is malleable means intelligence is always like expanding yes (laughs) yeah malleable basically means it can move it can Mm -hmm. change and then what about effort is key to mastery um you have to be able to like try and 
like put stuff towards the future so that you can be a pro at something or be oh, amazing at something. A hundred percent. So like basically, if you fail, you have to have a growth mindset towards failure because you won't be able to become a master if you don't fail. Right. If you give up every time something gets hard, uh-huh. that is not good. Oh, good. Oh, this is what I was going to say. What? Tell me, tell I, I remember what I was going to say. Oh, I, yay. I couldn't remember before the podcast. Okay. So, like, we were learning about kind of a growth mindset at school. Mm. How, um, when you have, like, a fixed mindset mm-hmm. about, like, you're like, oh, I'm so stupid. Mm-hmm. And then, like, people start off saying it as, like, a joke. Like, oh, I'm so stupid. But then you keep on saying it. And you have this fixed mindset that you're stupid. And, like, scientists have studied it. And you can literally, like, test scores drop. Because you, like, say... you When you think about yourself as stupid, your mind, like, starts to believe it because it's so fixed that you're stupid. And it doesn't think that you can grow and become better at what you're doing. And 100%. it just, like... It's, like, a fixed mindset. Yeah. Because you can't grow and expand from it which is funny because when I was younger too they would talk about giving yourself positive affirmations Mm -hmm. so like looking in the mirror and saying you're beautiful you're smart you can do this and it seems silly right but if you train your brain to believe those things it's helpful so I feel like that's sorry no no I was just gonna I'm just agreeing with you that's all I feel like it's something that I can probably work on because if, like, I'm with my friends and we're like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to fail this test. Like, I don't feel ready. It's like, we probably could fail the test yeah. if we think about it like that. Because I'm always like, oh, my God, I'm going to get, like, a 60 or something. You know what? I feel like I've said those words to you. If you're a bit like, if you say, I'm not going to do well on this, I'm not going to do well on this. I'm like, you probably won't with that attitude. You know, I think I have said yeah. stuff like that to you. Well, going back to the difference then. This website says mindfulness is a distinctive form of growth mindset where you observe and pay attention to your inner thoughts and feelings without judgment. So to me, what that means is mindfulness is aware of yourself. Like peace of mind. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I I also think it's like if you're like, oh my gosh, this is very upsetting to me. You accept Mm -hmm. that I feel upset right now. It doesn't mean I'm going to feel upset for the rest of my life. It's a moment but in I can time. Accept it. I can accept it. Feelings are okay. I also vaguely remember a friend of mine telling me that she was working on mindfulness, and part of it was like even being in the shower and being mindful of the water hitting your scalp. Yeah, that's, that's why I'm saying like peace of mind because it's talking about like your inner feelings, mm-hmm. and you don't have to like be just be like, I'm so upset right now. I can just be like, I'm upset, but I'm going to be relaxed and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be grateful for the things that I have. And this is just a phase. Yes, because because of growth mindset, you can change. Mm -hmm. You can snap out of it. Um, So you and I also got on a website. This is kind of weird. It was called AmericanBar.org, which is for lawyers. (laughs) But um, they talked about the 21-day grit and growth mindset challenge. Now, you and I have talked about grit before. Do you remember what grit is? We've watched TED Talks. We have, yep. And that's, that's, we watched a lot of TED Talks coming from this Mm -hmm. 21-day challenge. Um, Do you remember what grit is? Grit is, like, staying towards something and not giving up. So, like, if you practice and practice and practice for your dance recital, that's having grit. Yeah. Because you're just developing. And, And when are some moments in your life where you've had grit? Mm, well, probably, like, theater. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes 
when you have like rules like big bigger rules it can like give you lots of anxiety Mm -hmm. because you're like there's no way like I can memorize these lines but you have to like keep on going and like every night I would just even when no one could help me Mm -hmm. I would just record myself playing the other parts and keep repeating it amazing to me keep repeating it over and over again like with myself I was telling someone that and they're like how does she memorize all those lines and I said well if I don't have time to help her she does it with herself. And they were like, what? And I'm like, I know. I just record myself record the other it. person's lines. That's awesome. You know, conversely, though, what mm-hmm. else I think takes grit? What about if you get a smaller role than you wanted? Um, well, smaller roles can sometimes actually be bigger mm-hmm. because in ensemble, you're in, like, you, you're in a lot more than leads. You're in, like, almost every single number. You have to memorize all of these dances. So it's still a big part, but even if you have a small part, you just have to keep practicing towards it so that you can be, like, if you want to be good, strive for even better than good. That's what I was thinking. Because I feel like you have had friends in lots of different places, whether it's theater or dance or whatever, and if they don't get to do the thing they hoped to do, like be a lead role or have a lot of speaking lines or dance in the front at it, then they kind of want to quit. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I'll think... I'll admit I've done that before. You but, wanted to quit when you were in the background or whatever. I still, like, it's hard to explain and it's hard, it's probably hard to understand, but I feel like you can want to quit at something but still have grit. Like, hmm, explain like, that to me. Okay, so for example, I was in Hairspray. Um, a few summers ago uh-huh. and I got ensemble mm-hmm. and I was like this show is literally gonna suck for me I'm just gonna be in the background and I hate it mm-hmm. but I still didn't like I, I had the mindset of that I didn't like it but it was almost like mindfulness I was like yes I hate this but I'm doing it mm-hmm. because it's gonna be fun in the long run in the long end long run and <laughs> um I'm just gonna be the best ensemble member and so, like, I still had grit yes. while also being mindfulness while also kind of having not the best attitude at the moment. <gasps> but you adjusted your attitude? <laughs> I adjusted my attitude. And I actually really liked it. You did. I think you cried when Hairspray was over. A little. You had bonded Maybe. with those people. I also think um, anytime you're building a career, and I don't mm-hmm. know if theater or dance or that kind of thing is your career, but for lack of a better word you kind of start at the bottom, Mm -hmm. right? I didn't start off as a veterinarian. I cleaned dog cages. I cleaned poop. That's what I did because I needed hours working with animals. Mm -hmm. And I didn't ever say, this is beneath me. I don't want to do this. I was like, great. I get to be around animals. I'll clean poop. (laughs) Um, You know, and slowly but surely you chip away and you learn the things you need to learn. I was thinking of another time that you had grit, and I hope you don't mind me sharing this. But it was when we switched piano teachers mm-hmm. and you had to learn a whole other way of looking at music and reading music. Oh, yeah. And at first you were so defeated. You were so defeated. You were like, I can't do this. And you turned it around. I've never been more proud. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I think you were only like eight years old. And we were just like, oh my gosh, she's been learning a whole different method. How can she do this? And and you picked yourself up and you did it. That was that was a lot of grit. That was a yeah. lot of fortitude, right? And it's actually like I feel like it really goes along with mindfulness because a lot of a lot of what I do is just like I have mindfulness and I'm just like 
this sucks right now, <laughs> but then I still do it. Totally. This sucks right now, but things will be better. Things will change. There is a future. Mm-hmm. Totally. Totally. Yep. Um, and do you remember one of the TED Talks we watched was Judy Human? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm saying her last name right. It might be Heyman. Uh, but anyway, that said disability is a strength. Mm-hmm. And when you first watched it, you were kind of like, how is this growth mindset? But then what did we decide? How was, how was her talk about being disabled a growth mindset? Because, like, when, I think she was saying how, like, she first, like, felt like she had, like, limits, mm-hmm. but then, like, she could expand and use it to, like, her capability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think she was told no a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And she didn't but accept she had no. Yes. And that's the thing. You can't accept no. Mm-hmm. It's, so it's, it's, it's a lot of things mixed together. I think it's the power of positive thinking. I think it is being kind to yourself. I think it is um, taking on challenges mm-hmm. and not giving up. It's a whole lot of that, like what I would call granola stuff. <laughs> granola? Granola. You know, like uh, touchy-feely granola stuff. Does that make sense? No. Uh, I bet my generation will know what I'm talking about. (laughs) No, I really don't get that. So, um, I liked these accomplishment and learning things. Mm -hmm. What, what, this is one that you wrote. Like, you can learn what? This was in our growth mindset Mm -hmm. journal. What did you feel like Um, you could learn? I can learn how to become a better listener Mm -hmm. and not interrupting people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which is actually, um, you can probably maybe tell a little bit from the podcast. It's a little hard for me. (laughs) Um, I don't have the best patience and sometimes like, I, I like I'll think of something and I'll forget it, so I just want to like splurt it out the moment that I think of it, and then because like, usually when I wait, I just end up forgetting. Wait till you're my age. <laughs> forget <laughs> it's, everything. It's already awesome. so hard right now, <laughs> so I feel like I can just learn how to like be patient and like sometimes I'll do a thing where I just and like uh huh uh huh <laughs> wait till they're done talking so I can say what I need to say, mm-hmm. but I feel like this kind of goes with growth mindset. I can have like more of a growth mindset to what they're saying and like taking what they're saying before I have to say what I want to say that I love that and that's maturity too Mm -hmm. not just waiting for your turn to talk but listening to what the other person's Mm -hmm. saying I love that what else did you feel like you could learn from a growth Um, mindset I can learn how to focus and not zone out in class yeah I have like I also have another bad habit where it'll just be like in the middle of something really important and I'll just be like looking around and then I'll, like, catch this one poster board that's, like, um, time is passing, are you? And <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like, it covers, it's in my math class, it's kind of funny. But what does that mean? It's, like, it covers Pass- up the clock, and it says, time is passing, are you? But what like, does that are mean, you are passing? you passing? Oh, passing class! Yeah. Oh, I'm so, thinking passing so, so away. I'll start thinking about, okay. like, hmm, am I passing? And then I'll be, like... Oh, yeah, I remember that one time when I had, like, I don't even know. And then, like, all of a sudden, it'll just be, like, five minutes later, and I'll zone back in, and she'll be like, all right, it's time to do your work. And I'll be like, oh, Lord, I don't know what she said. Yeah, so I can be better at that. Well, how are you going to get better at that, at not zoning out? I think just, like, staying focused and, like, probably taking more notes. Because that way, like, I have something to do. Mm -hmm. It's kind of boring Mm -hmm. listening to, like, someone talk about something or teach you something. So, like, 
taking notes can help you just give your brain something to do while remembering it. Mm-hmm. And maybe even just being more self-aware and going, oops, I am zoning out. I need to zone back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's something else you wanted to learn? I have two more things. Okay. I can learn how to become more of a neat writer okay. and good note taker. Okay. Because one of my goals um, is to, like, if you just search up on Pinterest and search up, like, aesthetic cute notes, mm-hmm. it's, like, this perfect handwriting. And I sometimes have this handwriting that's, like, it's readable, but it's not the most, like, pleasant handwriting. Uh, mm, I get that. So your handwriting's good. I like It's yours. not always good, though. That's funny that you think yeah, that. But I just want to be able to, like, I'll probably just get, like, an aesthetic calligraphy book and just like trace I feel like it. you had one but it's not like aesthetic it's like c- cursive oh we need to yeah. learn cursive too maybe <laughs> so they don't even teach fun. cursive anymore okay and then the last one is I can learn how to eat slower and not choke on the food <laughs> because okay. another bad I have goal. so many bad habits I just like eat a lot actually braces has helped me it's kind of a blessing <gasps> that's right because if I You're eat forced too much to eat my teeth just hurt so mm-hmm. bad so I have to just, like, I used to just, like, shove food in my mouth and choke. Like, you you know this. Mm-hmm. I choked, like, three times a day. Mm-hmm. It was bad. It's true. I wonder why you eat fast. I, I attribute my fast eating to growing up in a family with five, other, five kids. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you don't eat your pizza fast, there won't be a second slice for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't grow up in a huge family, so I'm not really sure. Am I a fast eater? I don't know. You're a choker, though. You're right about that. I am a choker, but I guess now I just have to savor my meals. Or maybe you swallow big pieces and you don't. We're we're getting off track. Okay, sorry. Okay, so I love all those things that you learned about, that you're, like, taking in about yourself and trying to change. Mm -hmm. And and I think that's also part of being reflective, which is one of Mm -hmm. my favorite characteristics in humans. When, When a human being is reflective, it just gives me goosebumps. I love it so much. I love it when people learn from their own mistakes and attitudes and, and change and grow. Uh-huh. You know, I, I've actually said this to people when people talk about politicians flip-flopping mm-hmm. and they say, oh, he used to be a Democrat and now he's a Republican or, or vice versa. I think, so what's wrong with that? What's mm-hmm. wrong with growing and changing your beliefs and you know, if you used to be a Republican and and you don't align yourself with those beliefs anymore, now you want to be a Democrat. What is wrong with that? Why does yeah. that? Why is that a negative? To me, that's a positive that you're not fixed on these things that you're willing to grow and change. So, mm-hmm. um, I just that's my two cents. But like, or like just becoming a vegetarian for like a year, mm-hmm. and then just being like, eh. But I, I don't think that means you gave up on it necessarily. No, it's not giving up, but it's like you just want you, you can change. Like humans can change. Sure. We change all the time. You just have to be open to that. We're malleable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. You can change. All right. What's your train on the brain? Well, I did a I did a page that was train on the brain. Train the brain. Train not on brain. it, but no. I said train on the brain. <laughs> um, and, and this was like a list of things I should tell myself versus things I should not tell myself. Mm-hmm. So things I should tell myself... Um, look at all these things that my body can do and has done. I should be mm-hmm. proud of the fact that you made you know, life. I made babies. I can. <laughs> you you, that sounds, you just said it in a weird way. I mean, I well, I did. No, you like gave birth. I gave birth. I grew a baby though. That was a lot of work. 
Um, and I can run a 5K, which to some people is not impressive at all, but I can do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Instead of telling myself things like, you look chubby today, which I have a problem. I say that to myself. Don't say that to yourself. Don't okay? say that to yourself. Okay, let's make a deal. Okay? Shake on it, girl. <laughs> I can't shake on that. <gasps> then you're not having a growth mindset. <laughs> Fine. Fine, we're shaking on it. it. But humans change. Well, don't. Okay, so here's, and then here's something that goes along with my job. I should tell myself, I am a caring veterinarian who tries her best with each case. Every animal is different with different reactions instead Mm -hmm. of, I suck, I messed up. Mm -hmm. And I think um, when you are in the field or any field like mine where you're, I think maybe the service industry where mm-hmm. you're serving other people, even though I'm serving animals, but they have owners. Mm-hmm. You're constantly dealing with different personalities and people are disappointed and they want everything perfect. And you just have to remember, I did my best yeah. and not I suck. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are lots of jobs that people go through that chefs and teachers, and mm-hmm. but I need to talk nicer to myself. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I put is I try my best to create new delicious meals instead of saying I am no good at cooking. <laughs> I do say that you a lot. Do, I um, make so many different meals every day. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, see, like this year I can see you expanding. Your really? Stuff. Uh-huh. I do try. I just. It's hard because. I'm not a natural. And you're also in a family that's like not picky. Like, no, we are very picky eaters. Not very picky, like extremely, but we don't like fancy stuff. We like the classic cheeseburgers, mm-hmm. chicken, rice. You know, mm-hmm. you're on the you're on the picky spectrum. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah, I'd say that too. Yeah, um, and so I I think we should um, continue. You know, mm-hmm. I I think um, we should carry on with this journal. I I would like you to like read over the learning from your mistakes because I, I find that curious. What what are right. some mistakes you feel like you've made but that you can grow from? Okay, a mistake I've made is not to audition for the highest dance class. At school? Oh, yeah, at school, at school. I was like, I don't really want to do team at my dance studio because we have team at my <laughs> oh, dance studio. Oh, oh, at school. I, really, I remember this, yes. So in seventh grade. I encouraged you. Or no, no, not in seventh grade. In, in sixth, sixth grade. grade I, I, let me tell my story. Okay, sorry. I um, came in uh, in the beginning of, or not in the beginning, in the middle of the year because I used to be um, online and then I switched mm-hmm. because I didn't like it. <laughs> and... Um, I never had dance, but then there was auditions for like the highest level of dance. There's four levels of dance and I never even took the first level. And I was like, and you were like, Ooh, there's auditions for the highest level of dance. You do dance outside of school. You should audition. And I was like, there's no way. She doesn't even know who I am. I've never danced for her. She can't see what I do. And so I just never auditioned. But then all my friends auditioned and they all got in and I didn't. But I did audition in seventh grade, even though I still didn't get dance, and I made it in. When so you say you didn't, you didn't get dance, you're talking about you didn't get dance at your middle yeah. school. You've been dancing in classes since you were two, mm-hmm. which is why I had all the faith in the world for you. I was like, just try. But I was like, she doesn't even know me. She'll think I'm weird. And you were like, just try. 
and so I finally did it in seventh grade because I still didn't get dance in my schedule, and I was like, I may as well just try. Like, it's either I get in or I don't, and I got in. And so you regret not that, having yeah, tried sooner. Yeah, that's the mistake I made. I should mm-hmm. have tried sooner because then I could have, you know, bonded with the dance team more, and now it's my last year. And yeah. So what did that teach you? Uh, it taught me to, like, not think of yourself as, like, low. Okay. And, um, <laughs> oh, um, if you don't even try... Like, you'll never make it. Yeah. So, it's kind of like auditioning for a lead, too. Yeah. At, with theater, if you don't try for Matilda, you won't even, you don't even have a chance for getting Matilda. 100%. I was, I was even thinking, I was like, I'll probably get Amanda, but I got Matilda. Right. And, and I think that goes for so many aspects mm-hmm. of life. If you don't tell people how you're feeling, they will never know. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, again, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. Um, Another mistake I've made okay. is argued over little things. Mm-hmm. Um, We've all made that mistake. Yeah, right? because like, in sometimes I just like, it, it's like I like if you like, <laughs> if I'm like arguing with someone and then I stop arguing. Like for you, example, if I argue with you and then I stop and I'm like, like don't you feel guilty sometimes? Because you're like, like the what it taught me to not argue over little things is because life's like too short to be mad at someone. Yeah, and. Just be positive. Like, you don't have to always think of the little things that people do that annoy you. Just be positive. Mm-hmm. And we all make mistakes. So we're not, like, all perfect and we're going to argue sometimes. And something that I want to try to go by now is to not go to bed angry at someone. Ah. Because I actually... <laughs> I saw it on TikTok. I was, like, my rules for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a bunch of rules. And one of them that just stood out to me was to, like, not go to bed angry at someone. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, if you go to bed, like, having in a fight with someone, like, it can affect you. And, like, you'll, like, just cry yourself to sleep. So that's why, like, whenever I just get mad at, like, you, Dad, or Devin, I'm just like, ah, it's fine. And I just hug you guys and kiss you guys <laughs> goodnight and get over it. You know, you are good at that. And I've always considered you to be, again, a reflective person mm-hmm. where you think about what we were arguing about or whatever and you kind of want to push it aside and get over it. I, yeah. I appreciate that. I don't think I am nearly as quick to apologize. And so mm-hmm. I could get better at that. Yeah. Yeah. So I like talked a lot. No, I love it when you talk. Um, do you think this is a good ending point for our first podcast? I'd say so. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. We did a great job with season one. Let's kick seasons two, but... Season deuce. Season deuce, yeah. Um, Well, hopefully everyone has a great Labor Day. Mm -hmm. This is dropping on Labor Day. Um, And we're back, girl. Yep. We'll see everyone in two weeks. Sound good? It's two weeks. I think two weeks. It'll work out better. Yeah, we'll have more time to organize our thoughts between. And you can work on all that. Research. Research, and you can work on all that eighth grade homework. Yep. All right. Say goodbye, Ella. Bye. Bye.